listening to episode 46, chapter 5 of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Josh Havens. And I'm Chris Lamberth. And we're on a journey to learn what it means to live a lifestyle of discipleship. We're glad you're joining us and hope that as you set aside this time for God, that he would help you grow today in the everyday moments of life. I have particularly enjoyed this conversation with Emma. Um, you know, I mean, you and I, Chris, are both fairly ambitious people. I mean, our, our ambitions look very different uh, in what we're driven to do, but we're both fairly ambitious. And so, like for me, I, I have this insatiable desire to be the perfect person. And so mm-hmm. everything that I do, even, even the stuff that I do for like spiritual growth and development, what we call cr- living a lifestyle of discipleship, I'm I'm motivated to do that sometimes because I want to be the perfect person, often so that others around me can see that I'm the perfect person. And so this conversation with Emma has really really invited me in to challenge uh myself to go deeper in evaluating what is actually driving my ambition. And for me, that's been one of the most valuable things that I've taken from this conversation. Yeah, uh, it's it's sort of weird because I would describe it, I would describe my ambition as being uh, the exact same. I'd use the exact same words as like I'm I'm striving to be the perfect person. I want perfection. Um, but as we've talked about, it's often for very different reasons. <laughs> and yeah. so, because um, because so for me, a lot of it is driven by I think my enneagram type at least helps explain this to me. Um, that I have sort of something, an internal drive that says, if I'm not good enough, if I'm not perfect, then I'm not good enough. So it's not as much for me. I'm not as worried as about, uh, what other people think, although that's, I mean, there's, it definitely comes into play. I mean, don't get me wrong, but, um, for me, a lot of it has to do with a lot of my own ridiculously high standards that, um, as we've talked about recently, even I didn't even have to find, <laughs> which was also sort of yeah. a, a fun problem to throw in there is, you know, when you, especially if you're seeking something and you don't even know what you're seeking, um, which is where I really liked how we got into that part of the conversation when we talked about like our desires and those habits that form those desires. Um, a lot of uh, James K.A. Smith's work on this in uh, his book, uh, You Are What You Love has been really helpful in this regard to show us that you know we are we are desirous creatures first and foremost and so uh, the problem is though is a lot of times those desires are hidden under the surface and we don't know that they're there and so we're literally being driven right right by desires that we do not know about and that's a scary scary thought right there <laughs> it should be if you're not if you're not willing to evaluate them. I mean, you can, you can look at some, let's take something, I don't know, it, maybe it's not as benign as I want to say that it is, but let's take something benign as uh, we've mentioned this before in like a blog post, where you go to eat lunch. Yeah. Um, let's, let's say it's, it's Wednesday, middle of the week, you're, you're um, at work or maybe you're at home because you're still in isolation because of the coronavirus stuff. Uh, but you're, you're trying to make a decision on what to eat for lunch. Mm-hmm. And typically you try to eat lunch healthy. I mean, you try to eat good stuff for lunch so that you're not super bloated and and lethargic for the rest of the afternoon and that you don't gain 10 pounds over the next three weeks. 
Uh, but maybe today you're like, oh, you know what? Forget that. I'm going to indulge and I'm going to go eat uh, half a pizza and a large bowl of ice cream and chocolate brownies. And You were looking at me yesterday, huh? <laughs> That was my lunch a couple of days ago. <laughs> but the the reason you make that decision is because, not just because you desired pizza and brownies, mm-hmm. but it's probably because you desired to feel better about yourself. And yes. you felt maybe at the taking some time to indulge myself is something that I deserve because I haven't been feeling good and I should feel good. And so really it's it maybe not that you desire yeah. pizza and, and ice cream and brownies it's that you desire to feel good. Yeah. And we make those exactly. kind of decisions all the time and it's not always something as as simple as that. These can even be bigger things. Like one of the things that you and I talk about a lot Chris is our desire to engage in spiritual disciplines and for me sometimes these practices of disengagement like silence and solitude are the most important for me because I have a desire to practice things like reading my Bible because I want to perform better. Yeah. Not because I'm seeking a relationship with the the God revealed in Scripture. Yeah. And so understanding yeah, so- our, our motives and our, our desires like that is so important when it comes to even the little things in those everyday moments of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. I love that conversation again. I, I, it, it is. It, it seems like a very banal instance, like what you eat or where you eat. Um, but as we talked about uh, several years ago, after my mom died, you know, I said, oh, "Wow, I've become an emotional eater," and that's that. I've never been an emotional eater, but it was a lot of those exact same reasons that you just said right there. Is that I'm eating just to make myself feel better. I want the dopamine hit, and. Um, and that's why I like this idea that we each have to evaluate our own motives, and then those motives are going to reveal to us that we have to take uh, unique individualized action. Um, so for you, right? Yeah, there's no one size fits all. Exactly, exactly. And it, like we we often talk about this idea of uh, of Martin Luther needing to have emphasized grace and freedom as much as he did because he struggled with legalism as much as he did. So. Like for him, it was a personal disposition he needed to take to sort of balance, uh, you know, that uh, that part of him out. Now, maybe other people like they don't need to emphasize the grace and freedom as much because they they may be more prone to go out and sort of just, you know, spend more time sinning boldly, as it were, <laughs> you know, to, to keep with the Martin Luther thing. And so, again, I like that idea of like maybe for you, a more important discipline is, again, like silence and solitude disengaging from the doing things whereas like then maybe some other person might need to engage more in the doing disciplines because they're more inclined to disengage and so i love how i love how this like evaluating of our motives helps reveal like who we are and then again it starts to it starts to lay out for us the roadmap for how we can personally uh, walk in a more healthy way with Christ because it's not going to be a one size fits all approach, and uh, and this is what we mean when we when we talk about those things. Is it's like what what might be helpful for you is not helpful for another person, specifically because of the motives that drive us. Yeah, and and we're not here talking about like a relative spirituality or a relative morality. 
um, we're talking about each one of us has a way that we were created. Our identities are, I mean, we're all children of God, yet at the same time we have giftings and callings and things like that. And the training that we need to go through is often different just because we're a different person. Yes. And so, yeah, it's it, it's like, uh, yeah, let's say somebody comes into, two people come in to play basketball. One of them's maybe naturally gifted at basketball. The other one's not so much. They need to practice some free throws a lot more often. Maybe they need to practice dribbling more often. The other one, I mean, they still need to practice the basics, but that's not something that they spend a ton of time focusing on like the other person. Yeah. Yeah, or it might be a different um, area, like shooting or something like that, compared to like yeah, you know, dribbling yeah. and passing. It, it's all just going to depend. Yes. And so, like, when it comes to our ambitions and our drive to be successful, um, I think it's so important for us to stop and, and recognize that we are different people and we are trying to accomplish something uh, in, very, in very different ways sometimes. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it means that our, our regimen of uh, uh, treatment for that, our training for, for how to make that conform to the image of Christ, uh, will, will often look very different as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like what you, what you just said there, too, right? You said we're trying to achieve something. For those of us who ha- are particularly like, ambitiously minded and, and um, task-oriented, you know, knowing this sort of stuff can really give us an advantage in how we organize our spiritual lives and our day-to-day lives um, to walk with Christ. Because if we are the kind of people, and I'm generally this kind of person, that I want to optimize for uh, success. So, like, I like to, you know, have a nice plan laid out of, like, what I'm going to do and always be working on something. Um Rather than be working on the thing that, like, you want. So, like whatever it is, let's say you're a, a, a business owner. So rather than just trying to like emphasize making as much money as I, as I possibly can, or maybe getting my brand out there as far as I possibly can, it's okay to have those desires, but recognize as Emma talked about that the more ambitious you are in those desires, the more you need to work on character formation. And so if you know you have that desire, then you can switch that desire. This is part of what we talked about with this habit formation. That desire for getting your brand out there now needs to, you need to take some of that internal drive and now you need to put it down into, I need to have a stronger drive for walking with Christ. And so that needs to become the thing that you optimize now instead of the, uh, and, and again, all this has to be evaluated through your through your motives. So not not in like the way that you were just talking about, Josh, of uh, you know, I'm not optimizing it so that I, it can't be optimized. It needs right. to be optimized <laughs> right. so that I can walk with Christ before I'm ready to go and work on getting my brand out there. Because why uh, is getting my brand like why do I want to get my brand out there? We always have to be asking these why questions, and it can become exhausting at times. I'll be honest, <laughs> um, but it can also become uh really really freeing too when you're able to think about oh wait a second i'm approaching this in a way that's not healthy maybe i need to step back from this for a little bit and uh that can give you a level of freedom that uh 
otherwise like constantly trying to pursue success or excellence just really can well up anxiety within you. And um, I mean, for those of you who, who feel driven like that, know what I'm talking about is that anxiety can be just as crippling. And so having the freedom to step back and say, wait a second, because my motivation is wrong, I should stop doing this right now. That's going to give you a level of freedom that you haven't experienced before. How can you create a lifestyle of discipleship? Most Christians think discipleship is a program or a few practices thrown in at the beginning or end of the day. But we want to help you create a lifestyle where walking with Jesus throughout the day is not only possible, but natural. And we have a tool that's going to help you do just that. It's called the Daily Growth Journal. It's a guided journal that's going to help you become secure in your identity with God and authentically walk with Him in your daily life. Growing daily in your walk with Christ is possible if you cultivate a lifestyle of discipleship. And the Daily Growth Journal will help you do just that. listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. To find out more about Emma's work, check out her book, Ambition, What Jesus Said About Power, Success, and Counting Stuff. If you like what you've heard this week, give us a review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast player you use. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to stay up to date on everything happening at Daily Growth Discipleship, go to dailygrowthdiscipleship.com and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Oh,